Good day, everyone. This is Martha Childress, and welcome to Sedona Spotlight, where each week my co-host, Darielle Archer, and I feature teachers, healers, visionaries, and other notables in their field from mystical, magical Sedona, Arizona. Sedona Spotlight is here to shine a light on you, so anyone, anywhere, or anytime can experience the amazing energies emanated from the sacred red rocks of Sedona, Arizona. You can also lighten up live from Seattle, Washington and vicinity every Tuesday at half past noon on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. on the dial or listen live online from anywhere in the world you might happen to be at 1230 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time by clicking the Listen Live link at SedonaSpotlight.com. And today I have Nancy Rivard, founder of Airline Ambassadors, with us again to talk about a new approach to humanitarian missions which we're hoping will not only make it easier and less costly to bring more help and support towards airline ambassadors, um, humanitarian missions around the world um, as well. So welcome to the show, Nancy. I'm excited to kind of talk about this new slant on humanitarian missions. Thank you so much for asking me, Martha. I'm so happy to be here. And yes, we're thrilled. We've worked for 25 years to support missions around the world in 62 countries. And we have vetted projects that we return to every year for long-term uh, support. And we decided- Yeah, and why don't you talk about the challenges? Yeah, talk about the yeah, challenges of trying to run these over the last several years. With COVID, we started doing Zoom meetings with our people from Haiti, Philippines, Sierra Leone, all, all over the world. And people want to visit, but we set missions and not everybody can come at the same time because of their own personal needs, et cetera. So we decided to make the, the contacts in countries around the world, Nepal, Philippines, South Africa, Sierra Leone, El Salvador, Guatemala, Colombia, Peru, uh, available to ordinary people that work with us and would like to travel. For example, a family might have a family vacation in Guatemala and we're taking a Spanish course in Antigua. Well, you could go and visit our, uh, our project called Transitions for Wheelchair People and play basketball with the kids. Or you could hook up from Antigua and go up to Panajachel in the, in the mountains and meet the indigenous village and serve lunch to the elderly or adopt a child or deliver a stove or a, a water filter to a family directly. And it's such an inspiration and something so fun for a family or a club or a individual to do by themselves as well. Well, yeah, I know, because when we were talking um, on our last board of directors, you know, meeting and talking about the challenges, because every time we've tried to put together some of these missions, especially on Hopi land, you know, almost every time we're starting to get all the details finalized, you know, there's another COVID outbreak. And and as a result, it's been really hard to do anything in these these places are still in great, great need. And so instead of trying to you know, organize and put something together in a framework that has to fit everyone's schedules and um, a, a shift in schedules is just really very, very getting more and more difficult all the time to do. So we were thinking if people that like to do humanitarian missions and they also love traveling around the world, um, what a great way just to fit the mission in their travel 
<laughs> instead of it just all being anyway. one thing. It's perfect. Exactly. Exactly. Because many people, for example, in Nepal, are going over to do a Himalayan trek of some sort or something like that, or to visit the monasteries. But they might like to visit the eco home and uh, have lunch with the kids. And it, it does, it's good for the kids because it, it teaches them English. Just being uh, practicing hospitality skills. Yeah, and they also say, you know, when you travel to a foreign country, um, a lot of people's complaints sometimes is I didn't get enough of the culture. I was just in a hotel the whole time. Um, I wish I saw more culture. Well, it's a perfect way to not only get to know the culture, but to do good and, and help where you're going, even if it's just for a day. Exactly. So we have vetted projects. You might be interested in coming to El Salvador, where I live, and working with Hinti. You don't do Hinti. People Helping People, our wonderful partner, and help, taking a cooking class at the culinary school are helping to paint one of the eight villages that they've built, that, that they built. Or if you're a doctor or a nurse, providing medical care or dental care in one of these villages, or taking a surfing lesson and having some fun at the beach as well. And we also have a turtle project, which we've just started. And the baby turtles are just starting to hatch. The first one Aww. nested Aww. Uh, a week ago. And so 40, 40 days later, the babies hatch and we'll have a, we hatched 3000 of them last year. So it'll go through January or February. Yeah. Well, and since we already have, you know, places, um, uh, you know, already established and contacts in these countries, instead of just saying, yeah, maybe once or twice a year, we'll send, you know, eight people because too many more gets a little hard to handle anyway. Um, and they have to come between this, you know, for maybe one week to get enough done. You know, that's, that's limiting too. And where, where this is happening, you know, maybe, you know, eight families can spend two days and we're, you know, do helping. Exactly. Out. I mean, it could be even more, it could, it could be so much more unlimited and provide so much more help. Um, the less kind of, thinking. Yeah, that's what we're hoping, and we'd love to get your feedback, too. Um, and we're opening listeners. it to anybody uh, that, yeah. can, that, that is uh, interested in, in making a difference. And our country coordinators are excited. One, I met with um, a humanitarian artist, Miguel Angel Ramirez, yesterday, and they were doing a drumming class. You could take a drumming class at the art school. And he's an inspirational artist. It's so many wonderful things that families would have a really great time doing or just friends traveling together. Yeah. And I love that it's, you know, just like with the missions, you try to have like, you know, a couple of fun days, you know, too, as you're kind of more travel oriented. But if this is people's vacation, they can, you know, instead of us trying to figure out what people want, they can just do whatever ever they like. And with our um, in-country coordinators, they just kind of give you a pot career of us like, well, what do you want to do while you're here? So it's very right. customizable as well, which I think is just fantastic. And even if somebody wanted to bring a, a, a group together and make it more of kind of a, you know, put together their own kind of vacation and just supplement it, you know, with some really good community service and, and something that's more, you know, you know, culturally, um, you know, aligned, you know, they can do that too. Um, 
I mean, that's why we, we really want this to be very flexible and just it's more of a connecting the coordinators with people who want to do good when they travel. And I think it's just going to open it up to so many more people that can't make the commitment for like eight days, but would love to have a day or two um, during their vacation to do something meaningful um, and, you know, get, you know, a lot more support for all these projects anywhere and a lot more exposure too. And we're we're asking each country, each coordinator of each project to come up with a list of needs. So if volunteers come, they can buy. We used to schlep a lot of aid with us on these airplanes, but it's getting very expensive and freight. But if they need school supplies, we could go out and buy school supplies here in, in the country and hand deliver them. And then also we want our people that travel to send us stories about what they did. Yeah, and, and I love that it's, as I say, very customizable. So kind of whatever the kind of need is when somebody's planning on travel, they can just give them a laundry list of things that they should bring. Um, exactly. And the other reason I think we're excited about this is not only, um, you know, the, the, we have people that are established. We're hoping maybe some of our listeners or somebody they know um, likes this idea and they know of a, of, of a need somewhere where there's a coordinator that could, you know, join, um, you know, join our list as well. Um, so it's not like, you know, it just has people. to be. Absolutely. We're looking for more projects. Yeah. Yeah. Like and we, so this we is, so much know, so... wanted to go to the Hopi villages where Yovia got a, a main contact, Martha. But like you said, it's been a closed due to COVID and we can't bring a team in there and schedule a date ahead of time. So this way, if people stay up with our projects, they can they can um, stay up with you and find out when when that opens up. We hope we're bringing a uh, wind yeah. turbines and hydroponic farming uh, to the to the uh, reservation, and it'll be very exciting. Yeah, and that's something that maybe the initial installation of the wind turbines, when we get all that established, you know, we can say, hey, if people you know, are going to be around and they want to join us. This is where we're going to be and we can kind of coordinate it. Um, and then we're going to be putting together a hydroponic farm as well. And once we get that kind of built and up and running, you know, that's that's the kind of thing that could use, um, you know, assistance in helping manage and, 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 and work, at, you know, all throughout the year once things open up. And so there's a lot of things in, in these countries that they could use help every day of the year <laughs> with. Um, exactly. So it should be easy. And with the yeah. Hopi, we need uh, ongoing support for anybody that comes. Ideally, we can give people the opportunity to bring a, a water filter, at least fund a water filter before they come. And then they'll get to hand, to exactly. hand deliver it. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Somebody to do. Yeah, they can hand deliver it from the family. I mean, you know, the Hopi are... Um, you know, not everybody can go into their homes, but at least it could be, you know, hand presented somewhere. Mm -hmm. And there's other things that they can see and do while they're on the reservation, kind of see how the dry farming is done as well. Um, but if we have a facility, you know, set up uh, when we get the hydroponic facility set up, you know, that's going to, you know, that's going to need operational support. Um, as I say, kind of on a regular basis. And so could do some things with right. that or anything else that happens to be the need at the time on the reservation. So 
um, as I say, are, you know, I'll be helping with coordinate with the Hopi there too. So if somebody wants to schedule something or um, wants to be in town, I can kind of see what the need is and, you know, when they could fit it in. Um, that unfortunately with the COVID on the reservation still, we're on a standby, even ourselves to get things up there. Um, but just stay tuned on Sedona Spotlight and we'll open that up. But we are doing something in Mexico that we're just about to announce and to add to your list, Nancy. Um, and yeah. that is going to, yeah. Um, so there's several locations in, uh, in Mexico, uh, where that's going to happen. Um, Fantastic. I thought I had, yeah. yeah, I thought it had the notes on that, but, and that's coming up in November. Um, yeah. and so there's several different missions that they're going to, um, in the Rosa Rita area. Uh, but we'll put those details up as soon as we get those as well. Um, so we really want to encourage people to, to keep an eye um, on airline ambassadors and Sedona Spotlight if they're interested in this to see what we what we have posted already. Um, and, you know, we'll be constantly continually adding things as well. And we'd love your, you know, your input on ideas and, you know, context to add if you know some, you know, people in need. And why don't you talk about what's going on in the Ukraine, too? Oh, yes. Also, I, uh, of course, we were very uh, horrified at what's happening in, in Ukraine with the thousands of refugees coming into Poland. And one of our members, Kate Jewell, went over there to try to assist a, a project. And she I, identified another guy, Christoph Mole, who actually took I think it's 20 refugees into his own house. And he's building a house for them. We're trying to raise um, a total of uh, $25,000 to complete the house. We've had, this is our fourth team coming, going over there next week. And um, we're going, we're going to bring help, help build that house. And it's so inspiring to hear the stories of the refugees, get to know them as people. Well, it's really great. Oh, no. Yeah, and that's where, you know, where she she's the one that kind of came up with this idea, too, because it's like, wow, if somebody was in Poland and they wanted to help, you know, without trying to organize something, you know, how great they could come over and help building for a couple of days or paint or whatever. And so that's what or kind of got the whole yeah, more and more. Yeah, or decorate the place and bring linens and uh, make it welcoming for the refugees that are going to be living there. And you'll get to meet them as well, which is, and Brian was just there last week. He went out and bought groceries for like 20 refugees and hand delivered. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. So people come up yeah. with their own and ideas so, as to hear the need. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's what I love about it, um, you know, because there's so many different needs and that, you know, covers such a huge, huge range of, you know, as I say, anything from bringing groceries or just something simple. Um, and so, and, and anything isn't, you know, there's nothing that's not enough. I mean, even if that's all you can do is, you know, on your vacation, just go grocery shopping locally and, and, and drop it off and be able to meet people and hand it personally. I mean, that's really, really special and very, very fulfilling. Um, and, and you, just, you know, you can't buy that on that a tour. No, exactly. Exactly. And it brings you face to face. And, and they say, you know, any type of, um, of service when it's in person, it just means not only so much more to the people you're helping. It means more for the people that are, you know, bringing the support. 
So, uh, and also we're hoping that individuals that travel to each location feed us like a story about what happened and also update us on the, the latest needs. So, so we keep learning more yeah. and more how we can be of more assistance. Yeah. So we'd really like to just keep it very, very fluid. Um, will you run through and um, tell our listeners um, some of the specifics of some of the different programs? Or some of the different sure. missions that we already do have set up, like Peru? Yeah. Well, like in Peru, we have two things. We have a uh, a project in the high Andes working with Washington Hihaba, and he's developing water water programs throughout the uh, in the high Andes. Also, feed, a whole feeding program. You can participate in cooking. You can participate in, uh, in helping to feed the people and also delivering water filters. In Lima, we also have yeah, a Yeah, and Washi is probably one. Yeah, and Washi is probably one of the best guides in all of Peru. So, I mean, a lot of people that live there and are guides there are also humanitarians as well. And so they're great contacts to have, you know, especially Washington. These are amazing guys. He's a shaman himself and so very inspirational. And just having a contact with him is special. And you're helping him. So we're both, everybody gets blessed. The the children, Washington and you get blessed as a person. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and we act, um, you can go to the archives too. Uh, Washi was a um, guest talking about the eagle and the condor. Um, and that's all about bringing the north and the south, you know, male, female, you know, all the technologies, sacred. I mean, th- there's a lot connecting. of, um, yeah, there's a lot of connecting. And, and this, this is kind of that in motion, right? <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So we're so excited to launch this at the end of this month. And um, we have a, a website that people can go to www.airlineamb.org. And it says calling all angels. And angels means that you're a, don- a regular donor to airline investors like $5 is, is, a, is the smallest amount you can give. And then Anybody can see the different scenarios, but if you, if you are an angel, then we'll give you the contacts for El Salvador, Peru, or Nepal, or Philippines, where we have a big mission going uh, the next month. As South Africa, Sierra Leone, amazing, amazing projects. Haiti. Yeah, so your, your contact is, you know, you know, if you're an angel, um, you get all the, you, you know, if you're interested in, you know, one of the Explorer Moors that we already have and one of the contexts we already have set up, if you become an angel, which is what, $5 a month or $5 a month? Right. Nancy? Then you get contacts yeah. to any of our projects. Yeah. Then, then we'll connect you directly with the person and then you can just customize it with them. Um, so yes. it's cutting out any kind of middleman too. And, and in that sense too, it's a lot less expensive than some of these, you know, bigger organized, um, you know, missions that, you know, the, just the basic expenses of, you know, trying to bring everybody in and, you know, move them around and all of the logistics. Um, but if right. you're, you know, handling your own logistics, um, 
it's a lot easier and a lot less expensive. And it's just a matter of just connecting with the right contact. Um, and then they work out all the details with, with you in a way that it'd be far, um, far less costly. Um, yeah. And they're getting, you know, and yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of a, it's a definitely a win-win. I was talking to Liz a lot the other day about this concept. She's a, one of our in-country coordinators here in El Salvador. And she told me, I'll work with them because she can get a rate of $85 a night at the Crown Plaza, which is usually $150 a night. And she can get, and she'll tailor yeah. a, a trip just for them. If they want to do painting, if they want to take a cooking class, a surfing lesson, she'll work with them and recommend low, low cost transport also. So it'll be a lot less expensive, like yeah. you said, Martha. Yeah. And they've got all kinds of tips and whatnot. And instead of trying, you know, and then you get to kind of go to the place that you want to go. Not that, you know, but maybe everybody else, you know, like people have different exactly. ideas of how they like to, you know, where they like to stay and things like that. So I just think it's a, it's a fantastic idea and um, exploring more. We'd like to, you know, as I say earlier, if anybody else has any, you know, has a contact and um, has a mission or um, a need that they could help us, you know, identify and um, promote for them as well, we'll just add it to the list because this is something that, you know, the more the merrier. It's the more for people to choose from. Um, and yeah, and I, and it's, you know, because we just, so we we're see, connecting ordinary you know, people to extraordinary yep. need all over the world directly. And then they can go exactly. and make a difference and they can plan it themselves. Yep. Yep. As I say, and right now we've already got, you know, um, contacts set up in Colombia, El Salvador, Guatemala, Haiti, Nepal, Peru, Philippines, Poland, Sierra Leone, South Africa, uh, pretty soon Mexico and um, Hopi land. I mean, those are pretty, yeah. you know, pretty fun. It's like, woo. Those are some pretty cool <laughs> destinations. <laughs> and we still have a lot. Like I said, in El Salvador alone, we have five projects, all different types. Yeah. And um, it's fun for people yeah. to kind of build their own itinerary through this program. Yeah. And tell their own yeah, stories. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, can have some sort of a forum. So, you know, we're, we're bringing this to you all as it's just kind of being announced and unfolded because we would love your input too. And you can um, just email an, uh, angel at airline ambassadors is, do you want to repeat the angels um, at airlineamb.org. Angels yeah. at airlineamb.org. Yeah. So you can even just, you know, if you have an idea, you can just uh, email, email that to that address as well. Um, and you can also, you know, just go to sit on a spotlight and put it there too. So we're, we're all ears um, and we just love to help, you know, bring these together. Well, Nancy, what would you like to leave our listeners with today before we close? Oh, I just want to tell you that we are in inviting all of you to travel and make a difference, to participate in our programs, and we're excited to have you help and bring your unique energy, your generosity and kindness to help others around the world. Very, very, very well put. Um, and you can go to airlineambassadors.org and um, yeah. 
Click on the Explore and More, and we'll also have that link on Sedona Spotlight. And you can also, as I say, find um, get to airline ambassadors on our homepage. Uh, just click on the banner at SedonaSpotlight.com and an archive of today's show, along with other great resources to help uplift your mind, body, and spirit, and all the latest updates on our Clean Water Project in the Hopi and Navajo, where we just got into um, some school and some teachers, and so that's. You know, we're not having missions, but boy, things are still happening there quite a bit. And we'll keep you posted on that at SedonaSpotlight.com. Well, thanks so much for joining us again today, Nancy. It's so lovely. I can't wait to come down and see you in El Salvador and make my trip more meaningful. Come down with the turtles. (laughs) (laughs) It's so much fun. Yeah. And thank you, Martha, for everything you're doing. Oh, thank you, too. And uh, thanks to all the listeners for tuning in and turning up the lights because we can all be spotlights helping to create a brighter world and a better future. And exploring more is a great way to do that. So shine on everybody and have a truly magical day.